Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult whether you're eight years old or 80 years old Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept can gain understanding and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. Ready, we are ready. Listen, we're getting ready. I want you guys to go out there and text message everybody. We're doing well. Text message everybody you know. Get them on this call. This is a very important call that you want to do it. 
I'll take about two seconds to share this unto my personal page and you share it as well. This is free, free coaching for all of you. Staff, we're ready. You can get started. You can start recording. We are ready. There we go. There we go. All right. Everybody is ready. Listen, take a few seconds. Take just a few seconds. Take just a few seconds to monitor your feeds. We got lots of people calling in and record breaking numbers. I won't do any announcements. There are no announcements tonight. This call is too important. There'll be no announcements tonight. This call is too important. So go out there, get yourself together, text message your friends, this phone number. If you're over the phone, if you're watching this online, you might want to go ahead and text your friends the same thing, the feed, share it to your groups right now. There's no announcements. I'm going to wait 30 seconds with or without you. I'm going to push this information out here. This is the best ever explanation of the law of attraction that you've ever heard in your life. I'm going to give it away. I'm not going to upsell you. There is no announcements. You got about 23 seconds left. Take it to your feeds, share it to your groups, share it to your personal page. If you hear something that resonates with your spirit, your soul, your psyche, your chemistry, your harmony, your vibe, whatever you want to call it, use the hashtag plant better, put it out there. You got about 14 seconds left. I'm going to get started. Share it to all of your groups. This is information. You don't want to be the person that allows other people to suffer while you're getting information. Seven seconds left, six and then five and then four. And I went to public school, so I can't count. Let's get started today. I want to talk to you about the best explanation of the law of attraction. Here we go. Think about this for a second. I want to ask you a question. There's no Q and a. There's no, I won't be fielding questions on this one. I won't do a 30 minute, then a coaching. I want to talk for a full hour on this one subject. Ask yourself, let me ask you a question. What's the most important word in the English language? What's the most important, important word in the French language? What's the, what's the most important word in any language? Ask yourself, did you say God? That's okay. Good for you. Did you say self? That's okay. Good for you. What did you say? What was your answer? Ask yourself. Let me ask you again. What is the most important word? Just one word. What's the most important word in any language that you've ever known that is in your awareness? If you said attitude, you are correct. If you did not, that's okay. The answer is attitude. Let me explain to you. There's no such thing as feelings. There's only vibration. The reason why attitude is the most important word in any language ever known to man is because you have right now in your life, your attitude right now, your bank account is a reflection of your attitude right now. Your relationship with your children is a reflection of your attitude right now. Your physical health is a reflection of your attitude right now. Your mental health is a reflection of your attitude right now. Your sex drive is a reflection of your attitude right now. Your income is a reflection of your attitude. Everything you've ever had in your entire life is your attitude. Now I want you to ask yourself another question. If you want to know if you, if you're monitoring, if you're saying to yourself, well, how do I know if I have a good attitude? And I want you to answer it quickly. 
Is life treating you well? If you've answered yes, you have a good attitude. If you answered no, you have a no attitude. If you answered so-so, you have a so-so attitude. Let me explain to you so we can break this down. If you've answered no, everything you want is coming back to you into a no. Every no is a creation. You have no's in your bank account. You have no's in your relationships. You have no's in your health. You have no's in every area that you truly desire to have yeses in. You cannot live an attitude of no and have blessings of yes. I'll repeat that. You cannot live an attitude of no and have blessings of yes. If you have a so-so, maybe your answer was, well, you know, it's okay. Or maybe you gave some spiritual answer, well, you know, I'm doing all right. Or whatever that may be, then you just have, I'm doing all right blessings. You have blessings that show up in your life. They don't break through and give you abundance. They just break through and make it okay. You have, you have life. They don't make differences in your life. They just keep you company. They're so-so, you're so-so, and both of your harvests together are so-so. In fact, if you combine your harvest and their harvest, you have a so-so harvest between the two. Your attitude determines not only your altitude, you've heard that before, but your attitude is a direct reflection of your life. If you've said yes to this answer, good job. You also have yeses in your life. You go to the bank and get a loan and you get a yes. You, you go to relationships and you say, yes, you will date me. You, you go into your bank account and you see a bunch of yeses in the form of numbers. Did you realize that the most important word in any language known to man is attitude. You can go to Mars, find human, not human, find alien life. And the most important word on Mars will be yes. We know how this works. Man is so smart finding out these laws, these universal laws. We we're so smart in finding mathematical equations. We're so smart in understanding how things work that we can put you in a different state by putting you in your car and you will find yourself right where you're supposed to be at the you were supposed to be there. You'll find yourself. If you want to drive to England, if you're in the United Kingdom, you can't drive to England from America unless we build a bridge that far. You'll find out that you'll get there exactly where you're supposed to be. Now, why do I bring this up? I bring this up because your attitude determines your vibration. Let's talk for a minute. I want to talk to you about what Earl Nightingale calls the strangest secret of the world. I want to talk to you about what Napoleon Hill calls how you think and grow rich. I want to talk to you about your attitude and the law of attraction. Whatever you have in this life, if you have a good attitude, you're automatically applying a law of attraction. You don't have to understand it the way I do. You don't have to understand it the way Bob Proctor does, Tony Robbins, Lisa Nichols. You don't have to understand it like Vishen, Vishen Lakiani. You don't have to understand it like Les Brown. You don't have to understand it like anybody else. If you have a good attitude, you're automatically applying the law of attraction. So let me give all this to you. Everything in this life, is constantly in motion. The law of attraction is a side effect of the law of vibration. The law of attraction is a side effect of the law of vibration. The law of attraction is a side effect, a byproduct 
of the law of vibration. Sometimes you have to say things more than once so it can sink into people. The law of attraction is simply a byproduct of the law of vibration. What does that mean? That means everything is in motion. That means everything is vibrating. That means your goals are frequency and so are you. And until you match the frequency of what you desire, you will never get it. I want to explain to you about the law of attraction. I want to explain to you how the law of vibration is determining everything. And if you forget everything I say in this phone call, what you need to understand is if you can monitor your attitude, you will be applying the law of attraction. There are no such things as feelings. Feelings is the conscious word that we have come up to describe our frequency vibration. We are always vibrating at a particular frequency. Your head is vibrating at a different frequency than everything else. Your head has a center of gravity lesser than your feet because your feet are closer to the ground. So therefore your feet and your head are vibrating at different frequencies and therefore they have different centers of gravity. Everything in this life is determined by vibration. Einstein said it. All people have ever done anything. Understand that everything is motion and you need to get in the motion of what is in motion. Allow me to explain. Your feelings are just a vibration, but since it's too complex to say, well, I'm vibrating at 9.67 megahertz of vibration, that's a bit too difficult, and it's too hard to hold that conversation and say all those syllables. So you say, I feel well. And in the well feeling, in the feeling of the well, you will find yourself vibrating at your supreme destiny, whatever that may be for you. You'll find yourself vibrating at a good frequency. What you should understand that I have been talking for about six to seven minutes now is your attitude is a good compass of how you are looking and applying the law of attraction. Let's explain to you destructive forces. Earthquakes happen when two tectonic plates bump against each other. The truth is they're always against each other, but when they become against each other with great friction, they vibrate more than they're already vibrating. Let's rewind. Let's say that again. Which you think is steel is moving around the sun at about 180,000, at about 18,000 kilometers a second. It's incredibly fast. But since you're so small and the earth is so big, you can barely feel it, feel it. However, it's moving and the tectonic plates are always moving and they both have a vibration. Now, as these two tectonic plates boom and hit, they cause earthquakes. Here's a funny the buildings that match the frequency of the earthquakes are the buildings that fall. So you may not be conscious of it, but steel buildings as you see them are constantly vibrating at a frequency. And it is not until the vibration of the building meets and matches the, the vibration of the ground that it sits upon.
Something matches the vibration of the building, that building will fall. Think about that for a second. The building stays in a constant state of prosperity until it matches the frequency of the destructive force against it. Some of you, ladies and gentlemen, the reason you're falling is because you match the destructive frequency that has come against you. The reason why some of you do not have what you desire is because the people around you are vibrating at destructive frequencies and you are what you hang around and you match their frequency and you fall. So let's explain this for a second. Or let's explain this more for a second. The most important word on planet Earth, on planet Mars, on planet and all the thousands of the known planets we know now and all the hundreds of thousands of galaxies that we know with just a little window of telescopes that we have still and all those planets and all the galaxy galaxies and all the universe attitude is the most important. Why? Because you're at manifest to your outer world. So when applying the law of attraction, you need to first understand that the law of attraction is drawing to you whatever you're vibrating. Listen to what I just said. However your attitude is, however your perception is, because your perception controls your attitude and your attitude controls your vibration and the law of attraction is only a byproduct of the law of vibration. However you are vibrating, however your attitude is, your attitude determines your vibration and however you're vibrating, that is what you receive into your life. That will never change. This is not new. Let me pause and let me talk to those of you who have grown up in religious circles, dogmatic circles and limiting cultures that have put on you limiting beliefs. Some of you are not supposed to believe that there are natural laws into this world. Some of you are supposed are supposed to believe that you're just floating through this world and you have no power. Allow me to explain to you. If you float through this world, this world guides your destiny and you do not. Let me explain to you again. This world guides your destiny and you do not. Let me explain to you again. This world guides your destiny and you do not imagine yourself for a second driving down the highway. And as you're on the highway, you take your hands off the steering wheel. Wherever that car shall go, that is where you will go. Wherever that car shall go, that is where you shall go. Wherever that car shall go, that is where you should go. And most of you, you're going through life and you're going through this life being driven by life when you don't know that you control your own reality. You pray to some, something outside and you forget whatever you're praying to is also inside. You forget that you are unlimited source. You are the light. You're wrapped in flesh. And somebody told me to call you by your name. The law of attraction is simply a side effect of the law of vibration.
You cannot monitor all your thoughts, but you can monitor, monitor your attitude. Let's explain this from a physics perspective. All of you imagine in your mind a proton. Doesn't matter if you know what it looks like. Doesn't matter if you've ever saw it. Just imagine in your mind a proton. Now, everything in this world comes from a proton. The galaxy came from a proton. You are a body of protons, pure energy. That is all. Nothing else. That is all. But before you can get to one isolated proton, there's something called superposition. That means there's a wave frequency of uncertainty and you can turn that wave into the proton that you desire by observation. Quantum physics says that, that reality cannot exist until consciousness into it. Reality cannot exist until consciousness enters into it. Everything is an uncertain wave of possibilities, infinite possibilities that you can choose on your level of awareness. And if, if you desire, you've collapsed that waveform on the proton of what you do not want. Listen to me. Everything in this world exists in unlimited possibilities. Everything before it exists, the way you have it in your life. It was an unlimited wave of possibilities. The whole world was yours, but it existed in an unlimited wave of possibilities on your level of awareness. And when you observed whatever you wanted, you created a proton that you believed you deserved. Two things will break that down. On your level of awareness, you have everything you want. You have everything you need. You have everything you need to get to a new level of awareness. You have everything you need to have everything you want to get everything you want to be everything you want to have everything you want and to pass that legacy to whomever you want. But when you decide what you want, your dominant thoughts take over and they collapse that wave of infinite possibilities to a particle. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the truth, henceforth, you have more than likely collapsed the wave of infinite impossibilities into poverty. Let's define poverty. Poverty, in very simple forms, is having exactly what you don't want and everything you don't want doesn't serve you. Everybody write this down. Poverty is having what you don't want and everything you have that you don't want, it does not serve you. I'll do it a third time. Poverty in its rawest definition is having everything you don't want. Have that you don't want, they don't serve you. Consider your life. Ask yourself. No matter how much accomplishments you have, do you have what you want? Are you living your dreams? Are you believing in greatness? And do you have the greatness you believe in? If that is not the case, 
you have poverty. There are only two roads in life and the law of attraction has sat you on either road. There's the road to poverty and there is a road to prosperity. If you have everything you want, if you are living your dreams, you're on the road to prosperity. If you do not, you have everything else. And that is poverty. Stop making up beautiful words to make your poverty more comfortable. Everybody write that down. Stop making up beautiful words to make your poverty more comfortable. Stop saying, well, if I just no, you're in poverty, account for your poverty and you can control that poverty and you can find yourself on the road to prosperity. There's two. There's one thing you need to understand about these two roads. These two roads are very simple. Poverty, prosperity. As you receive these roads, as you identify these roads, please understand that you cannot be on both roads at the same time. You cannot be on both roads at the same time. You can have a cutback season on the road to prosperity, but you can never have an abundant season on the road to poverty. You can have a cutback season on the road to prosperity, but you can never have an abundant season on the road to poverty. You will have some experience of abundance on the road to poverty, but you will use cute words and pretend that's actually abundance. It is not abundant for you to have money in your bank account one week and then to lose it in another week. It is not abundance for you to get your income tax and have money and then lose that money in two months. It is not abundance for you to have a good relationship. And then that relationship leads you to poverty. Money. Money will always treat you like you treat it. And you can only treat money how your attitude treats it. So let's talk about your attitude with money. Because remember, your attitude is how you vibrate at a frequency. And that attitude is pulling into you all that you are attracting. Are you afraid to check your bank account? If you are, you have an attitude of, pros of, of poverty. Are you afraid when you go to the ATM? Are you afraid to look at the receipt because you know it'll alter your mood? If you do, you have an attitude of poverty. Are you afraid to check your online balance? If you do, you have an attitude of poverty. And I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be uh, in your face, but I do mean to tell you the absolute truth. The most important word in life will always be attitude. And how you have your attitude towards money is how your money is treating you. Think about this for a second. Think about all of you right now who are afraid to check your mailbox because there's bills inside. That is an attitude. And that attitude is not the attitude of prosperity. And that's why you're not in prosperity because you're afraid of bills. 
How dare you be afraid of bills when you are a human being? Do you know how hard it is to become a human being? Do you know how much control over your life that you had to become a human being? The sperm had to hit the egg at the right time just for you to become a human being. Your parents had to get together at the right time. They had to consume alcohol or not at the right percentage. They had to do is is a miracle of life. Your human beingness is more powerful than any bill that has ever come against you. And ask yourself, have you let a bill paralyze you in fear? How? Because your attitude has allowed that bill to paralyze you in fear. Story Bob Proctor loved to tell. I'll tell it to you right now. Consider yourself walking into a Olympic pool and you go into the Olympic pool and you find that the Olympic pool is super dark blue. You have on your bikini, your shorts, and you're ready to get in the pool. And the pool attendee says, I'm sorry, but the pool is closed. You immediately get upset and you want to get in the pool. And he tells you, it's okay. It'll be open soon. We don't know when the pool is completely contaminated, but don't worry. We have the greatest filtration systems man has ever made. The pool, the filtration system is pulling out all contaminated water at 50 gallons a minute. And it is pushing in pure water at 50 gallons a minute. You can't see it because this is happening under the contaminated water. But I promise you the dirty water is coming out and the clean water is coming in. If you just be patient with this process, the pool will eventually be good enough let me present to you now that you, you are this pool. Right now, people see you and they see you contaminated. They, they see you and they don't see you at your greatness. They see you. You're, you're not at your purpose. You're not at your accomplishments. You're not at your self-actualization, but you are filtering out the contamination and you're pumping in the pure. They can't see it. They're ready to use you, but they can't see it. They're, they're ready to swim in you, but they can't see it. They, they, are, they are ready to be with you, but they can't see it. But under the surface, you are reading the right books, pumping pure water in you. You're attending the right seminars. You're pumping pure water into you. They cannot see it, but you're filtering out what is bad. And you're pushing in what is good. If you do this long enough, there will be no more contamination in you. Did that liberate you today? Did that let you understand that you don't have to have it all together? But if you just keep pumping in the pure and taking out the bad by pumping in the pure, you will be everything you want to be. How? Because it takes the proper attitude to pour in what is pure when you have been contaminated.
Who has contaminated you? Your teachers, your leaders, your parents, your television programs, they've all contaminated you. If you don't can choose what programs you, but that's okay. Because by law of attraction, if you change your attitude, you automatically change your destiny. A decision becomes your moment. That moment becomes a thought. That thought becomes a habit. That habit becomes a character and that character becomes a destiny. If you have a positive attitude, your destiny will be positive. Everything in this world exists in superposition. Every single thing in, in this world exists in unsure possibilities. And you get to decide how you will collapse that wave of possibilities. Abundance is your birthright. By definition, nothing in this universe happens in lack. We don't have a lack of planets. We don't have a lack of stars. We don't have a lack of oxygen. We don't have a lack of sunlight. We don't have a lack of rain. We don't have a lack of water. The only time we have lack is when you believe it. Ask yourself, when is the last time you said I shouldn't do this and you were thinking about lack? The law of attraction will put you wherever you need to be, even if where you currently are is completely your fault. Everybody write that down. The law of attraction will put you wherever you need to be, even if where you currently are is completely your fault. So how do we do this? How do we monitor the law of attraction? You monitor your attitude. Ask yourself. Ask yourself again. What's the attitude of the people around you? You see, people will look at you and they'll deny the magic happening inside of your head because their attitude can't see within. It can only see without. Your circumstances should never control you. That's a poor attitude. You should control your circumstances. Too many of you, and I mean in the 90 percentiles, too many of you let your outer circumstances control your inner circumstances. Your light bill shouldn't alter your mood. Your car engine light shouldn't alter your mood. Your lack of speaking engagement shouldn't alter your mood. Your lack of income shouldn't alter your mood because your outer circumstances only exist because of your attitude. Your outer circumstances are a direct reflection of your inner circumstances that'll never change. That is a law. You are creating in your outer world what is in your inner world. So let me give you an explanation. Some of you right now, you're doing a good job, but you don't see the harvest. You're doing a great job, but you don't see the harvest. If this is you, 
Let me explain to you why the law of attraction is not working for you. Two reasons. Get ready. Get ready to write this down. Reason number one, you are asking for things that you do not believe for in your subconscious. You are asking for things that you do not believe for in your subconscious. You're asking for a million dollars, but by the time you finish asking your subconscious takes over and tells you what you deserve. You're asking for a new job, but by the time you finish asking, you tell yourself no one's going to hire you. Your dominant thoughts are so important because they manifest every single thing in your life. Your dominant thoughts become your dominant reality. And until you accept that your reality is your own making, not your country's, not your president's, not your government's, not your church, not your mother, not your father, not your spouse, not your enemies, not your haters, not your friends, nothing but you. You will continue to want things that you don't have because you truly believe you don't deserve them. Every person in this life has exactly what they think they deserve, whether they want to admit this or not. So number one, you ask for things that you don't believe for in the power and the certainty in the vicinity of your dominant thoughts. Thing number two, this is for all of you who are doing well. This is for all of you who are reading books. You don't have what you want because you haven't waited long enough. Let me explain. You currently have in your life the harvest of your previous dominant thoughts. There's a funny thing about the law of vibration. There's a funny thing about the law of attraction. You don't receive, get ready to be, be liberated. You're constantly living in a residual effect of what's, what you once thought. It's a, it, is, it is equivalent to planting a garden of onions. At some point, all those onions will come out the ground and they will be a harvest that you have to deal with. Whether you pluck them up or eat them, you've been eating onions your whole life. You've been dealing with onions your whole life. And now you've decided to plant wonderful grapes, wonderful milk and honey, wonderful grapes. You decided to plant, but the grapes are still in the ground. You're not the onions no more but you still have to deal with the onions until the harvest of the onions end. I'll repeat that. I'm liberating somebody right now. I feel your energy. You're doing all the right things. You're with all the right people. You have all the right friends. You've joined all the right networks. You're reading all the right books. You're crazy enough to be watching me online or listening to me over the phone. You're absolutely insane to believe that something is greater out there and you're going to get it, but you still have the onions. Not my friends. The onions are not who you are. 
They're what you want planted. Do you want to understand the law of attraction? You still have to reap the harvest of how you vibrated. And that's okay. Your job is to plant more grapes. I know you don't have the grapes yet. I know that the grapes have not harvested yet. And I know you still have to deal with the onions, but be cheerful that you haven't planted onions in a very long time. Eventually the grapes will sprout up and watch it. They won't sprout up at the same time. Write that down. You can't plant grapes and get them all at the same time. They'll come one month harvest of grapes, two months harvest of grapes this week, that week, but you won't be getting onions. You'll just be getting grapes. Let's break this down in even simpler terms. Some of you are good people doing great things. You just have to deal with the onions of what you used to be and do not die in what you used to be when you're planting grapes. Somebody, please, somebody, please receive that. You do not die in your cutback seasons. You do not die because you have to deal with the onions that you used to be. Be proud and focus on your grapes because your grapes, they are coming. You're constantly living by law of attraction and a constant residual of what you used to be. You're constantly living in the residual of what you once planted. Your onions will fade away. Whether the bugs come eat the onions, whether you cook up the onions, or whether you give the onions back to the earth, that harvest will fade away and you will be left with grapes. Now, law of attraction even more. When you find yourself with one grape, and 16 onions, and you've done all the right things, cherish the one grape. When you cherish the one grape, you will monitor and alter your attitude, and you will find out a way to make the onions work for you and have the energy enough to plant more grapes. Let's talk about it. Lean in. When you cherish the one grape, you will find a way how to make onions work out for you. Cause let me tell you grapes sauteed over steak. It doesn't work out. Everything has its place. Everything has its place. So when you find the one grape, celebrate the grape and don't worry about the onions because with a good attitude, you can make onions taste really well. Somebody is always buying onions. You be a planter of one grape. Don't lose your mind and don't say this. This doesn't work. This is just one grape. Have you ever been there? Have you ever said all this work I did and this is the only thing that came up? How many of you are there right now? Come on, you be real with me. How many of you are there right now? I, all this studying and this D on the test is all I have. Be grateful. It should have been an F. All this speaking and they still making me speak for free. Be grateful. 
because you cannot be speaking at all. By law of attraction, if you have a grape in your life, more grapes will follow. Everybody write that down. If there is good in your life, there is more good right behind it. Why is there more good right behind it? Because this universe does nothing in lack. You would never get one grape. You will get a bunch of grapes. You'll never get a grape without a vine of grapes. And you'll never get a grape without seeds to plant more grapes. It's very understandable that you are frustrated. But remember, frustration is an attitude. If you turn that frustration into determination, you'll never have to be without grapes again. Now, the law of vibration is the granddaddy of them all. It's called causality. If you're a Christian, the Bible calls it reap and sow. Some call it the Socratic law. Doesn't matter what you call it. Cause and effect. Law of attraction. Reap what you sow. Boomerang. What goes up must come down. I don't care what they've named it across cultures. If you understand it, you can control it. You've already been applying the law of attraction your entire life. You just haven't applied it in a manner that serves you. Some of you are geniuses at poverty. If you want to know if you're a genius at poverty, here's how you know. Get a new idea. If you come up with every idea, how the idea won't work. Great people who have done great things never knew how that great thing was going to happen. They just knew it was going to happen. Let's talk about it. How has nothing to do with the law of vibration. How has nothing to do with your supreme destiny. Your job is to vibrate at the proper frequency and how will come find you. Money. Do you have an image of yourself? with an abundance of money. That's the law of attraction, ladies and gentlemen. You can never go to where you cannot see. You can never go and not see. One of my favorite stories in all the world is found in Spencer Johnson's Peaks and Valleys. There's this young man who's lived in the valley all his life and he loved the valley. And as he got older, he looked at the mountaintop. And as he looked at the mountaintop, he wanted what was on the mountaintop. But his valley friends told him, it's crazy to go to, hey man, it's crazy. You can't go to the mountain. It's crazy. Don't do that. Listen, people who have never been to the mountain will always tell you, don't go. Now pay attention because the people who told him not to go are the people he loved the most. The people who love you the most are the people who can damage you the most. Be very careful not to be damaged by people who love you. And so he looked at them and he said, listen, I've got to go. And eventually he stopped talking. He said, listen, I can't even listen to you no more. 
and he started having self-talk. He started saying the mountain. And as he got to the mountain, there was a path laid before him. And the path was there. And he climbed the path. He's getting bruised. He's getting scarred. He's getting bruised. He's getting scarred. He's getting scarred and he's getting bruised. And then the path stopped. Before he got halfway up the mountain, the path became invisible. Because people, most of them, never get halfway up the mountain. Ladies and gentlemen, the people in your lives, most of them have never been to the mountaintop. There's no path when you try to go to the top. You have to create your own pathing just as it may be. He found another path that didn't exist. Climbing a path that he was making himself and he looked down and saw that the air he once thought was good was dirty. Some of you are breathing dirty air and you think it's abundance. Some of you are choking and sweet smell of a big doo-doo cloud. That's you. You're so surrounded in a doo-doo cloud you don't even know it is. You're so surrounded in valley talk with valley people and valley air that you, you become accustomed to it. So he keeps climbing this mountain. And when he gets to the mountain, he does what most of you do. He has a goal of getting to the mountain top in the, day, in, the, in the daytime so he can see the scenery on the mountain top. And when he gets to the mountain top, to the top where none of his family has ever gone, where none of his friends have ever gone, where none of his associates, where none of his bosses, none of his coworkers have ever gone, he gets to the top and he says, Man, I didn't make it in time. Ladies and gentlemen, let me submit to you this another part of this law of attraction. This young man turned his peak into a valley with his mind. Did you miss it? Did you see him take all those scars? Did you see him take the day's journey up to the mountaintop? And when he got to the mountaintop, he didn't appreciate it. He simply turned the top and to the bottom with his mind. Most of you right now, you have great blessings in your life, but you turn them all into the valley. You have a car you now complain about, but you pray for that car. You have friends in your life right now that you wanted so bad, but you pray for them. Now you complain. You have health you don't appreciate. you. Most of you have seen yourself on social networks nine years ago and you said, wow, I wish I had that body back. And guess what? Nine years ago, you didn't like that body. And that's why you don't have it. Because when you had it, you didn't like it. When it comes to the law of attraction, you have to like what you have. And the things that you don't like in your life don't give them energy. Just pay attention to what you like. Because what you pay attention to will grow. Write that down. What you pay attention to will grow. What you pay attention to will grow. Everything in this life is a proton. Everything in this life, every single thing in this life is simply a proton that you have collapsed 
to the worthiness of your subconscious. When I was younger, I was listening to one of my football coaches. I was a star of the football team and football coach. I took a knee. If you know anything about football, you take a knee when you're tired. But I took a knee inappropriately in this case because they were not taking knees at this time. They were practicing, but I was tired. Coach, I'm the star. I'm tired. It's hot out here. If you know anything about Texas, it gets really hot in Texas. And all these pads. And I take a knee and the coach tells me something I'll never forget. I'll probably say it for the rest of my life. He says, Smith, got to be real here. He says, there's nothing down there but men air. Clean it up. That's not the way he told it to me. Clean it up. You see, he had to teach me that I was breathing air. And it took me a while to get the lesson. I had to be grown to understand the lesson. But what I realized was I was so exhausted that in desperation, I bent down to unfresh air to breathe. How many of you are breathing unfresh air by choice? How many of you are breathing unfresh air because you have been accustomed to that's the air you deserve? Ladies and gentlemen, you deserve air that smells like gold. Air that has millions of dollars scented with it. You deserve the air of your destiny, the air of your dreams, the air of the constant vibration of abundance. You deserve it all. And the only way you're going to get there, the only way, is your attitude. So I ask you again, what is the most important word in any language? that has ever been known to man. Did you say life? If so, not bad. Did you say God? If so, not bad. But if you said attitude, if you said attitude, you said the right word. Because if you have the right attitude, then you can be made in his image. If you have the right attitude, then you can be the light in physical form. If you have the right attitude, you will constantly vibrate at every last one of your dreams for every last purpose that so fits you. So it is. I like to almost end with you by giving you a quote from Jared Wilkins. In this quote, he says, you were born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your decisions. What do you look like? What have your decisions made you look like? Because you've only ever made a decision that you made in your mind first and you will attract the harvest and the result of every last one of those decisions. Imagine if you will, an infinite world of possibilities. That's not a cliche. That's called superposition. on your level of awareness, whatever that may be, that you can have with anything you want, that you can have abundance that gets you higher, but you keep choosing poverty. Imagine if you will, 
a world in which you never doubt. Imagine if you will, a world in that a world in which serves you to greatness, a world in which you are a difference maker, a world without rules and a world without lack. It is highly important that you understand that the law of attraction is not new. 400 years before Christ ever walked the earth, if that's what you think, 400 years, Socrates was talking about the law of attraction. 400 years. And before that, in Babylon, and before that, everybody has ever done anything great, never knew how they were going to do it. They just knew why they were going to do it. You are supreme destiny. You're source unlimited. You're the greatest thing that has ever happened to you, but you can never get there without the proper attitude. So I ask you again, we've talked a lot. You've received a lot, but what's the most important word? that has ever, ever, ever been invented in any language. And that word is attitude. It will always be, it always has been, and it always will be. It is super important for you to monitor your attitude because your attitude determines your frequency of vibration and your frequency of vibration is pulling into you everything that is determined by your attitude. Ask yourself, what do you want? And are you getting there? How do you want it? And if you want enough, ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you one more time. What is the most important word that has ever crossed your mind? What is the most important word that has ever been invented in reality? Will always be attitude. There's a there's a wonderful young lady. She was looking out over a mountain. She was on it. She wanted to get to another mountain. The problem is that mountain didn't have a bridge. She's figuring out how to get to the other mountain, and she sat there. She said that she was going to get to the other mountain. Meanwhile, she's missing according to her family and a helicopter comes and the helicopter takes her, saves her and brings her to the mountain of her choice. Now ask yourself, did that happen because she was in distress? Did that happen because her family was looking for her and they called the police or did that happen because she had a burning desire to get to the mountain that she desired. Wonderful story I love to tell. I tell it for the rest of my life. There's a warrior on a battlefield. He has a problem. On the battlefield, there is death. And where there is death, there is not life. So he looks around and he burns the ships of his troops as they get to the shore. And he tells his troops, he says, troops, look at the burning ships. We have no choice but to win on the battlefield. 
or we perish. They won. Ladies and gentlemen, your life is a battlefield. You can win or you can die. If you have the attitude of burning ships, if you have the attitude of moving forward, if you have the attitude, and I'm going to get this done, and there's no such thing as lack, your attitude will determine your vibration. And however you vibrate is what you will get. Do not vibrate in a manner that does not serve you. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you for coming out. God bless you and good night. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction, what you think is what you create, anything related to energy, you attract who you are, anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like, that's not true. And then I came across Antonio and his teachings of law of attraction. And at first I rejected it because, again, I used to laugh at these things. And the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings, the more and more things actually started making sense to me. Things started opening up for me. And things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that. You know, we always say this is what I want. But what are you attracting deep within you? What vibration are you putting out there? And it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying, this is what I want. The vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite. Once he taught me that, the next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted. And once I started vibrating at what I wanted, that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is. Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation. How to vibrate at what you want. How to put yourself where you want to be. To feel it. To smell it. To taste it. To see it. How to touch it. Put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction i used to ask him how do i become better he was like you create who you want to be. Because I didn't know at the time where I wanted to be. I just knew I wanted to be better. And he told me exactly how to do it. He said, find the people 
who you are drawn to find those who are where you want to be and start moving like they move study them what I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self and in the process of doing that even attract being able to associate with these people be on the same level with them be in the same atmosphere and network with them and I have actually had the opportunity to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life and learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life it has truly changed my success it has truly changed who I am today and while I am not perfect in the law of attraction staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day to be grateful to attract that into my life to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome in my life and don't get stuck in the how and the why just focus on the finish line and I'll attract the finish line into my life the law of attraction has made me a greater person I know it will do the same for you Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I wanna tell you is, I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor 
to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. And you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbending. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force. And I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created 
this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you This pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over, a thought. 
but it's the greatest form of energy, thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light, twice squared, over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible and in truth you have been doing this your entire life you just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit but everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form the second part of this equation acceleration is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality join me become a pathbender i've been looking for you antonio t smith jr you can plant better you can dominate mm -hmm.